Today is a great day for car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a a corner. Good day and welcome to the car wash. This is episode 20, but technically it's episode 19 because last week I didn't have my gents with me. Uh, on today's show, coronavirus, COVID-19, and also Ronaldinho's in prison right now. Uh, but uh, I am not alone. I am alone in my in my house, but I'm not alone in general. I have Sean Roberts. How you doing? Thank you, Slew Dog. All good, bud. How are you? All good, all good. And I also have the general Teko Modisa, how are you doing, Chief? Generally speaking, I'm good, Chief. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I am good. I'm good. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot to dive into, but as usual, we start with joke of the day. Sean, take it away. <laughs> All right, boys. Are we ready? <laughs> I better be good, yeah. Chief. <laughs> which, which sexual position produces the ugliest children? Ask an Arsenal supporter. Oh, damn! Oh, that's nasty, dude. <laughs> another, another <laughs> Arsenal joke. I'll never live this down. Flu, <laughs> next week you need to support a new team. I have a backup team. My backup team is Wolves. Ah, yeah, yeah, and then I stick to Arsenal. <laughs> Wolves are above Arsenal right now. Good point. So oh, I don't everybody's know. above Arsenal, chief. <laughs> Either way, coronavirus cancelled the season, so we don't even count this one. Uh, but speak, speaking of coronavirus, uh, when will the PSL return? We don't know. Safa and the PSL both made the right decision, uh, postponed the season. Right now, it's until further notice. We don't know when it'll be back. But um, I passed the question on to uh, Sean Roberts. When should the PSL return? Uh, do you think they should rush it or do you think that this is bigger than football and it should just be we should just wait it out yeah you know what slew it, it's it's i wouldn't you know it's obviously unfortunate what's happened i mean it's we, we cannot um we can't predict these things when when should the psl return who knows slew if, if, even if it is going to return this season i don't know how long is this pandemic going to go on for um but in reality what is important is that everyone stays safe I think the PSL have said, yeah, indefinitely, but I think they would want to try and finish the league before the first of before the first of July or first of June. Is that gonna happen? I have no idea. I have no idea. Deco. Slew, I think I think it's it's bigger than just the game itself. You know, I think we're dealing with an issue that is affecting everyone, you know, the whole world. So I think the PSL did the right thing. I think the longer um um um, we we stay indoors and see how this pans out. I think it's better for the game, but it's just that we all know how it affects the next season and it affects everything. Actually, it affects the signings. It affects the coaches that are contract expiring. So it affects everything. Mm. So it will be very interesting to see how it's gonna pan out. Even if they say probably maybe next month, let's go back and play. But then you've got players that are contracts that are just going to end just now, whether they, they're going to be renewed, the coaches as well, you know, who's going to relegate it at when and when is the next season going to start. So it affects everything going forward. So it'll be very interesting to see how the PSO actually manage this. Not only us, I think it affects everybody in the whole world. So it'll be very interesting to see how they're going to manage this one. 
Definitely. And, you know, of course, this affects everything across industries. It's not just sports. It's, it's literally yeah. everything. Yeah. And so one question that I have for you guys, because you're both former players, is uh, put put yourself in the shoes of one of the players now, not knowing when they're going to be able to, to go back to normal training, not knowing when the next match is going to be. Uh, Sean, what does what does that do to your psyche, uh, your your ability to kind of plan for the future, all of those things as a player? Uh, what do you think they're going through right now? Yeah, I think it's a good question. I think what's important now is this is where the professional players show up, which I hope they all are. But right now is how fit can you keep by yourself at home? That That is the most important thing because when the PSL does come back and they say, right, guys, we're ready to go, are they going to give the guys a week or two weeks sort of mini pre-season? Because that's what you would imagine that would happen, but I don't know if there would be time for that. So how well are you keeping yourself at home? Are you eating? Are you drinking? Or what are you drinking? Um, are you eating well? Are you, are you keeping fit? Are the clubs... Are the clubs keeping tabs on the players? I know in England what's happened now, I know the Sheffield United guys, they're going to, if they if they come back from this COVID-19 pandemic and they have put on X amounts of weight, they get fined. Um, I know with the Arsenal guys, um, uh, spinning bikes have been delivered to their houses and they've obviously got their, um, their watches that pick up how much calories they're doing. So th in that way, they can't cheat. I can't see that happening in South Africa, to be honest. Um, I hope, I hope I'm proved wrong that the players are kept tabs on and we know what they're up to. But as a professional, this now is going to dictate your future, especially the guys that are sort of in between contracts and whatnot. Mm. I think also you're right, Sean. And uh, I think it's, it's, it's actually a true test to see how professional we really are because we've always been saying, you know, professional players need to carry themselves a certain way. So now it's going to actually show whether you are doing the right things at home, whether you're eating well, and you are uh, having a good rest. But I think it's it also helps the Mamelodi Sundown squad, whereas they've had a long season and they never had a break in between. So this actually works out for them. And it might help them, you know, rejuvenate their energies whenever they come back. But also it becomes tricky to the teams that are below there, that are in relegation zone, your Black Leopards, your whoever that is down there. And you don't have the facilities to actually go and check your players, whether they're doing the right things or not. So it's very tricky. It's very difficult for the clubs and the coaches as well. You only The only thing, the best thing that you can do is actually rely on the players if they're doing the right things. But now when you're dealing with a squad that is so used to winning, they know they have the winning mentality. It becomes easy because of now you know that whoever doesn't comply with the rules, you know, you got to easily drop him because there's better players also. So I think it will work out for the guys that are actually on the top four, but it's very difficult for the guys that are at the bottom of the low. Definitely. And, you know, as Sean mentioned, um, you know, at the top level, I can see, you know, Sundowns, Chiefs, Pirates, maybe Supersports United and Vits uh, being able to keep tabs on their players and make sure that everything's fine. But even if we uh, uh, look outside of the PSL, like Glad Africa Championship, guys who are earning less money, mm. it, it becomes very difficult to see how those teams are going to, to, to manage those players, uh, particularly uh, since we don't know when it's going to come back. And also a question that I wanted to ask, uh, I don't know if we can actually skip to the financial cost of this whole thing but how do how do like say on the lower level how do these teams keep paying players because we obviously know that a glad africa championship for example uh they didn't have sponsorship last season and, and this was the first season they had sponsorship for that league how do those teams continue playing players uh, 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 playing players sorry um with this whole crisis going on 
Yeah, I mean, well, it's a good question, Slew, but I think this is where um, the PSL needs to step in. I know they give their monthly grants to the play, uh, to the teams, um, and I know, obviously, teams are responsible for getting on board their own sponsorships. Um, but I hope, I hope that these Glad Africa teams and some PSL teams, for that matter, have not spent their monthly grants or their yearly grants that they get. Um, I, I, know you, I know you can't really keep money aside for something like this because this is mm. obviously um, this has come out of left field altogether but I think the PSL needs to step in I'm sure there's enough money going around at the top there this is where they need to step in and help these guys out because this could have catastrophic effects to go, go down the leagues hey, catastrophic <laughs> English <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's 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 just unfortunate for those teams that actually don't have sponsors. They're, they're relying on the grant itself. And not only that, you know, relying also on the gate takings. So it's, it becomes very strenuous and difficult for them. But like Sean has said, I think that's where the PSL needs to step up and actually try and help those teams and those leagues that are actually struggling because it affects everyone as well. So it's, it should be the, actually the time that we unite, you know everyone should be helping each other and i think this is the right platform and it happened actually at the right time okay not that it happened at the right time but you know it helped us actually to sort out so many issues where we are like we're divided where clear africa team was you know neglected the pso was the one so now it's we actually in the crisis where everyone needs to be helping each other out so i think this will actually bring the best out of the, our league maybe come next season yeah, I, I agree, Teiko. Just just to step in there, but um, I agree fully. This is a time where teams need to work together, not against each yeah. other. Um, yeah. There's going to be some confusing stuff where players are moving into new contracts, uh, where players assign new contracts at new teams. Do they do they complete the uh, the current league or the current yeah the the, the 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 current season with their current club, or do they move over to the new club? It's it's all very yeah. confusing. But what they're doing in Brazil now, even is um, they're using their football stadiums to turn into coronavirus hospitals. Um, wow. Yes. Um, you know what I mean? So th that is what I'm talking about. The, the country uniting, the teams uniting, and everyone yeah. is helping out where they can. Yeah. yeah, and it's interesting to see the response from from teams. Uh, you know, I've seen I've seen. Luckily, we've 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 seen the same thing happen in South Africa, where I saw in in Europe a lot of teams. One, the players are playing uh, FIFA against each other online. <laughs> Two, uh, they're, they're, they're doing these interesting throwbacks on Twitter. And I saw uh, locally that uh, teams are doing this thing where they're playing tic-tac-toe against each other online. And it's just these interesting things that they, that they find uh, to kind of, I, I guess it's a, a good distraction. But I think the, the uh, going on what Sean was saying, the contract situations become iffy. I had a, I had an interesting discussion with Mike McCobb yesterday, and he was discussing the fact that um, it, it becomes it, it, we we need a decision to be made in terms of okay, if you if you if your contract expires in June 2020, but the league is only able to come back in July, for example, mm. do you continue playing out the remainder of the months? Or are you now at your new team? Without mentioning uh, big names, everybody who's listening to this and knows local football knows who we're talking about when we say that there's a player who's now moved to another big club mm. from a big club. And both of those clubs are in the title race. Hmm. What happens there? You know, what's the what's the decision to be made? Uh, it, it's it, it's kind of a confusing thing. And obviously, we're not lawyers, but from a contract point of view, um, what do what do they do? 
Yeah, Slu, I mean, sorry, Tickle. I mean, Slu, just, just you hit the nail on the head is that a decision has to be made. And until that decision is made, it's very hard to comment on. Um, mm. And you must understand this is new territory for everyone. I mean, mm. after this, are there possibly going to be new laws written? Are they going to put new rules into place? Um, possibly. But for us to say, well, you know what? If, if the X player is contracted till the 30th of June or 31st of June, he needs to be at the club. Well, I don't know. Uh, and I don't know if anyone has an answer, to be honest. Yeah, I think we just have to wait for the PSL to actually like make a decision. And you're right, Sean. I'm sure, as much as you say, you don't know. I'm sure next season comes, uh, there will be new rules because this has awakened so many things. It has made us aware of so many things that probably maybe took for granted. And now, especially when it comes to football, the contract, it says the date, you know, when do we start? When do we resume? I think those are the kind of things, if something like this happens again, what are we going to do? Because I think now, as as much as we say, like as professionals, I think uh, we should understand uh, that if maybe my contract starts in the 1st of July, to Mamluri Sundowns or to Kaiser Chiefs, whatever the case, and I'm playing at Marisberg right now, but you must understand that the contract says it starts in the beginning of June or July because of the, it's the end of the new, maybe it's the beginning of the new season. So now that we haven't ended this one, so I should, there should be like a, a like a maybe leniency be, be behind that or maybe the players and the managers as well to understand that, you know, certain things needs to be done properly. But like I said earlier on, that probably it affects also the coming season. When is it going to start? You know, the players in terms of uh, off-season, how long do they going to have? You know, coming back and would you, would you, will the PSL maybe have too many breaks in between? Because like we, we you, if you if you look at the PSL, how it's been structured all along, you've got too many games in the first round with no with less breaks. Then come second round, I mean, if in, no, 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 first round, there's too many breaks in between. Like you play three weeks and then you stop for like two weeks or something like that. So yeah. with those two weeks, are they going to be giving teams a rest because of now uh, maybe trying to also catch up on how the league needs to be run on the same duration or things are going to change. So it will be very interesting. I think it's a challenge that they need to actually look at and probably now they're also discussing about it. But I think Inge, for, 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 me, for my issue is, I think for players, if I'm a player that is struggling with weight, like with Julius Mosia made, how are you going to cope with this? You can't be doing push-ups mm. every day in the house. You know, because you're not allowed to even to run. You're not even allowed to do so many things. And with players, actually, also with the managers that are also struggling with the players that are star players within the team, but they were disciplinary issues. You know, they all mm. need to be... So now you, there's, there's a lot of this. Uh, I think there's layers and layers of issues that teams are struggling with, irrespective of maybe playing on the field or not, but just managing players. Because sometimes it's very, very difficult, especially with the players that... You know, South African players, we all have the, that mentality that, you know, when people aren't seeing me, there's certain things that I can do. So it's, it's, yeah. it's so now it's it's easy for them to come on social media and do those kind of things. But those kind of things, you must understand, it's just 19 seconds and that's it. You never know what they do the rest of the day. Uh, I think the ones that are actually maybe in the good position are the ones that have been cheating. So now they have to, they are forced to stay with their girlfriends and wives at home. They can't do anything about it. <laughs> they got to they gotta be homebodies now. And I mean, you know, you, you, you made the point that there's layers and layers to this thing. The, the conversation that I had with Mike opened my eyes to, to, uh, to stuff that I hadn't even thought about. The fact that uh, the premiership, the, the PSL, is APSA sponsored. Uh, Glad Africa Championship, that's Glad Africa. Nedbank Cup is Nedbank. APSA, Nedbank, and Glad Africa are all also going to feel the uh, financial impact mm -hmm. of this whole thing. Yeah. How much money are they going to be willing to spend on their marketing budget? How much money are they going to be willing to spend on uh, promotion for the PSL but you know what's come slim, next season? The, the answer is easier, in my, in my opinion. And I think maybe Mike McCarb touched on this. Um, 
in the fact that worst case scenario there might be some sort of co-sponsorship put into place do you know what i mean mm. so it may not be the net bank cup next season it may be the ned telcom or i don't know whatever you want to call it <laughs> uh, but i mean just for one season or or domestic cup competitions fall away completely i don't know yeah um but that is something to look at for sure but 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 you're right i think for for, for me especially like for bigger sponsor like apsa i think there is um money that's been put aside just for activations and marketing and all that stuff i don't think they they're actually going to struggle because sometimes i look and look at the stuff that they do on game days you can see that they just want to finish the money but now at least now they can put the money in the good use but also uh, it affects them uh, it affects everybody the, the broadcasters as well they're getting affected so everybody gets affected so yeah. so like you know it's one sided so that's why like it's important for everybody to pull it you know the same direction absolutely buddy. definitely so i have the larger issue here worst case scenario uh it's the one that i skipped over in the dock how should the league be resolved say we have to cancel the season say we have to throw this one away do we give the trophy to chiefs and say well done guys you 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 got the psl or do we null and void it and say this one doesn't even count yeah it's 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 massive and i'll tell you um there's pros and cons to both i mean obviously it'll be an absolute con for someone like Chiefs who for the first time can win some silverware but it might be a pro for someone like Amazulu or Baraka which have another season in the PSL next season who are struggling at the bottom yeah Um, I do believe that the season should be concluded by all means possible yeah how they do that I don't know that is my answer yeah you today Sean you don't know anything (laughs) (laughs) today your name today is I don't know yeah. But, but but you're right, Chief. I think it, the league should, should they should find a way how they're going to finish the league and let them struggle with how the next season is going to start and when, you know, and what needs to fall away to accommodate the league itself. Like you said, maybe domestic cups, maybe one of them should maybe bounce a bit, maybe being played, maybe offices and they'll find a way. I think there is whatever that they find. I think that's every league's problem right now. If we look at the APL, we look at all the top leagues uh, in Italy. Let's look at what they're doing and let's implement that because those are the, those, that's where the big sponsors are. That's where the money is and the big players as well. So let's look at, let's copy the right things. Let's look at what they're doing and try to implement it in the country because if we do, if we don't, and then we, if we try to accommodate everybody, what else are we going to have a short season? It's going to be a problem again. For sure. And I think what you guys are speaking to is is something that I haven't seen a lot in, in the coverage of this is that finishing the league is by far the most important thing yeah. because they've played so many matches. Finishing a cup competition falls to the wayside, in my opinion, because that's, you know, it's a knockout thing. You don't know who would have won that. Whereas a league, you kind of, you, you see the form of Keza Chiefs dipping. You see Sundowns improving. You don't know how it finishes. You can't just give the trophy to Chiefs. So you have to find a way to, to, to finish that off. And of course, it's going to postpone things and it's going to push dates forward. We saw with Euro Euro 2020 is now Euro 2021. <laughs> so it's 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 such an interesting time and obviously we can't comment too much on it because we don't have enough information and uh thus i think we should move forward to let's see what's uh let's see what's cracking in uh in the soccer laduma paper we have some uh signings and transfer business actually we don't have signings but potential signings uh, I want to start off with uh, Bradley Hrobler assessing his options. And then, Sean, you have one, I think, as well. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Atlanti, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so 
We start with uh, Robla. I think we've discussed him in the past as well. Mm. But having a stellar season, uh, what do you think he should do? Do you think he should stick with the boys over at Super Sports or, or, or reassess? Yeah, I think just touching on what that um, um, what that interview said um, is that basically he's had a stellar season. We we all know that he scored a lot of goals. This is the Bradley Robla we know. He stayed injury free. Um, and, and still, in my opinion, when Bradley Hobble is fit, he's without doubt the best finisher in the league. I really do believe mm-hmm. that. Um, and yeah, the, he's there till 2022. Um, but the talk is going on that, you know, he wants an improved contract. And if he can continue this form into the latter parts of the season, God willing, the season finishes. Um, I don't see any reason why not that they should offer him a, a new, fresh, extended, increased contract. Yeah, I mean, Supersport is a, is a big team as well. You know, um, I think every season now they've got a trophy that they win. It's just that probably maybe they need to build on trying to win the league and Bradley Hobler is the guy to actually to help them in that regard. And uh, I don't see the reason not to give Bradley Hobler an, an improved contract, you know, mm. and he's been there with them, you know, and for the fact that now he's he was injury-free and we saw, you know, uh, the, 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 how what the player he is and what he could. And uh, I think it's it's advisable for Supersport to to keep him like they kept uh, they kept uh, Modiba. So I think they should keep Robla as well and try and maybe build on next season to try and win the league because yeah. we can't be seeing star players and playing for their team. The next next season they're going to a different team. They don't play again. We're always like empowering the same team over and over again. I think uh, teams need to 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 especially like Sean. I think I spoke about it earlier on whether it was off air or not. I remember saying we we give so much respect to uh, uh, foreign players when it comes to the country we don't mind improving their contracts mm. local players we always find we always hesitate we always take forever in terms of renegotiating yeah we, when you have to renegotiate the contract irrespective of how long you've played for the team they always take forever because of why you're local player they know where you're from they know when you came to the team you didn't have you know nice sneakers you know nice cars and all that stuff now you're improving your life it becomes a problem but and and, and but on the bigger scale of things they always say that we want to improve players lives but whenever you start improving as a South African player it becomes a problem. Hence, you find these issues where players, uh, teams are dragging their feet when they have to renew the contract. But come bags from Mauritius, who come here, it's there at Mauritius, there he was getting uh, the salary was getting uh, lobsters and fish. Now he comes here, he gets so much money. Not that he was getting there, but I'm just saying we're giving so much respect to foreign players instead of respecting our own first. That's why I'm saying yeah. for Super Sport, it will be it, it, they'll be shooting themselves in the foot if they're not gonna give Brett Hobbs a new contract. As much as they wanna keep Tebuchom Quen, as much as they wanna keep Aubrey Modiba, Bradley Hobbs should be the one. They shouldn't be even discussing it like Bradley Hobbs. Yeah. How many zeros do you wanna be added on? As long as you stay yeah. injury free, you know. Of course, there needs to be like stipulation like this is what you're gonna do. Maybe also appearance, uh, uh, you know, contract, whatever the case might be. So Bradley he's their guy so there shouldn't be an issue about it I agree 100% Uh, and you know moving forward we have quite an interesting case I mean you uh, you brought this up Sean I wasn't actually I didn't actually put it in the running order here but uh, Sfiso Tlanti what does he do now Uh, you know he's got a clear issue Gavin Hunt called him out in the media after that uh, poor performance but it was kind of out of hand and I think since Gavin has apologized for those statements but what what you say is what you say and it's out in the air now and we know so what does Clanti do what should his next move be if you were in his shoes do you leave do you say you know this whole situation man y'all disrespected me I'm going or do you go let me prove you wrong yeah it's um it's an interesting one Slew 
Um, he, he's still contracted till 2022. So whatever he thinks he can do might not necessarily be, uh, not, might not necessarily be the case that he that he can do, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, if you watch the last game as well, uh, Gavin Hunt sort of changed his tune saying how good Safiso has been at left back. He's been their star player the last two games. <laughs> so, so, so sort of coming back on himself a bit. But I mean, as a player, you know, as a as a professional player, as a Bafana player, which he is, um, you, you've got to try and not take too much on board what the manager says. Did Gavin obviously deal with that professionally? No, he didn't. We, we've, we've been down this road before. Um, but this certainly might be an opportunity for him to leave if he does want to leave, if the money is right. And obviously we know there's probably only one or two teams that would possibly pay what, what Bidvest Fitz will ask for. And uh, we know that uh, Pizzo has been a big fan of Safiso in the past couple of years. We know that Langerman is getting on a bit. Is this the perfect timing? Uh, I could possibly say yes. I, I do think it's a good timing for Safiso to look elsewhere. And um, there's only one or two teams really that uh, I see him fitting in. And one of them is definitely Sundowns. Mm. Uh, for for me now, Tom, I'll say it's, you know, look, looking at it, I think this is where the agents now becomes important not just them coming in to collect uh, their signing on fees and blah 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 i think now this is where you 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 manage the player very well now you become emotional about it you move to a team that you're not supposed to move to and then you end up not playing but now when you become smart enough about it so you stay but still maybe probably maybe things don't work out the way they were supposed to work out so i think for Sophie Sunji, uh, he needs to probably maybe sit with his manager and maybe discuss the future and what the future holds for them and probably make the right decision because even if you do go to sundowns the requirements at sundowns are not as much as at, at pitvis at sundowns you required as a full bag to go up and down Sofiso doesn't even go up and down at Bidvest, correct. So, so now, so now you need to be smart about your decision when you move because, because, because Coach Peter might be the guy that likes you and does this because of you probably giving him a problem when you're playing against him. But now, the certain mm. requirements that he will require from you when you play for his team, you understand what I'm saying? So, because yeah. look at Lyle Lake, Lyle Lake was signed just because maybe probably maybe be a backup for for Langaman. Mm. And when Langaman is not playing, even Lake doesn't play on left back because mm. he can't do what Langaman does. So certain certain players, it's nice. It's like you know, Sean. It's like when you you know, you you going around the mall, you look at the outfit. It looks nice on the mannequin, but when you when you try it on, it doesn't look nice at all because it's at home now. It's in your whole job. It doesn't look nice at all. Some players sure. are like that. They they, they mm. do so well when they play for other teams. Come to a big team, they can't do even half of what they were doing in the previous team. So now with Sfiso, I think it's important for him to actually make a right decision and sometimes taking risk is, is is something that is very great but now you're playing for a team that is playing in the in CAF you're playing for a team that is always fighting to win the league that is always there uh, in and about and winning trophies and all that stuff do you really want to go to Sundowns and compete against Langaman where else you where you are nobody competes with you so it, it, it's, it's 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 a very sensitive time for Sfiso but I think it just needs to be smart about it yeah absolutely absolutely uh, so moving on we have this week in history today we remember great moments from the past we dive into the time capsule join us as we remember great moments from this week in football history uh so uh i have a i have a few good stories here so one uh this week in 2010 Arsenal captain Cesc Fabregas scored the equalizing goal against Barcelona in the Champions League quarterfinal. And the only reason why I bring that up is because he scored that goal with a fully broken leg. Don't know how he did that, uh, but 
Yeah, it's happened a couple times. I've also heard a story of Kobe Bryant um, yeah. taking taking free throws with a with a Achilles, like so a up ankle. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was an Achilles. Yeah, Achilles. Achilles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure you guys you guys can attest to this. Achilles is not a muscle to play with. It's not a part of your body you want to mess around with. It's, I just, it's I tough. Just, I was just about to say. I remember being at Vits, and uh, you remember Neil Win Stanley Teko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. I was, on the one, yeah, I was on the one side of the field and I heard his Achilles go from the other side. Wow. Oh! Yeah, it was. And you, you get to him and his, his calf is sitting behind his knee. It is it is just, uh, yeah. It's oh. one of the most horrific injuries I think you can have as a sportsman. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, no. I remember I remember as well when I was at, at Sundowns, I never had an injury, so I'm good. <laughs> 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 also, uh, this week in 2011, uh, Thabo Mgomeni pleaded guilty to the charge uh, of, uh, sorry, he, he had to pay 10,000 Rand within seven days. Uh, the balance of the fine was suspended for a period of 12 months on the condition that he is found not guilty. I have to bring the story up again. Uh, so it was, yeah, he, he was found guilty of... Um, sorry, the case involved a few players uh, and it was unsporting-like behavior and spectator misbehavior. So that's just a, just an interesting one. I don't know if you guys have ever been through anything like that. Where what does that mean? You're, you're what does that mean? Basically, uh, fighting with the fans. Oh, okay. oh the Cantona stuff. Eric Cantona. <laughs> yes, basically. Except you know he didn't have the the, the karate kicks. Yeah, so yeah. He was just he was just arguing with fans. But ten thousand bucks, and in twenty eleven that was even more than it is now. So of course, of course. Uh, yeah. <laughs> also, this week in twenty twelve, Real Madrid's Cristiano Ronaldo scored his one hundredth La Liga goal. Uh, he hit that milestone faster than any other player in the club's history, and he went on to score two hundred and eleven more goals before moving to Juve. So he totaled. 311 La Liga goals and only one man has more La Liga goals. I don't think I have to even let you guys yeah, know who that know. guy is. You don't have to tell us. We know. Don't worry. We know. Those who know, know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, moving on, I guess we have the international news desk. It is the same conversation. We were joking about it before the recording, but uh, how coronavirus has impacted European leagues. It's a lot more touchy, I suppose, because uh, there are players who have the coronavirus and coaches who have the coronavirus. Uh, Real Madrid's uh, previous owner passed away from the coronavirus. So it's it's hit them very, very hard. And we mentioned that we're going to be watching them to see kind of what the what the next step is but um you know looking at italy and looking at spain now what do you guys make of just like the impact that this virus has had because it's different from south africa no no psl player has the coronavirus well not, there's not, 14 Serie A players who have it but again I'd, I'd love to know how many psl players have actually been tested been tested yeah you know and, and, mm. and that, that that's the scary thing i um, in, in yeah. terms of um the European leagues being affected. I mean, I read yesterday that each Premier League team is looking at around a hundred million pounds a month loss. Mm. There's two billion rand a month loss they're looking at. I mean, overnight, Man United's value dropped five hundred million pounds. So Oof. it is it is astronomical across all boards. So 
yeah, I mean, in terms of the players and stuff, they're going through the same stuff that the, the local players here are doing. They're staying at home. They're trying to keep fit there. Um, but in terms of broadcasting rights and sponsorships, it, the numbers are just astronomical. Yeah. Oh, um, imagine imagine as, as, as an Italian player, because you know there were all citizens there, so it was that's how it hit them so hard. But uh but it's 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 scary because now you're seeing it the players that are actually you know having the virus itself. You know, you know as as, as footballers you always think that, you know, because you train every day, you know, you're fit. The only thing that I actually get you is just flu and then three days and then you're back on the pitch and then all that stuff. So mm-hmm. this is very scary to me to actually see players that we all know. You know, then they come out and then they say they've got the virus because they've been tested. So I think in South Africa, imagine if you have to be tested, because normally in South Africa, even if when you sign a new contract, you know, when you, most of the teams don't actually do medicals anymore. So you don't get tested mm. for anything. So now when you have to test a player now in South Africa, that's why we don't have maybe uh, a number of players that are tested uh, with the coronavirus. Imagine now if you have to start testing, we're going to yeah. find stuff that we're not even supposed to find. You savannah virus, you what, what? <laughs> so it's okay. Let them stay home. That's yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. You, you were lucky they never tested you at Sundowns, eh? <laughs> Moving on. but it should be it should be very very interesting i mean the whole thing is that uh, one the 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 type of money loss that they see in europe is 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 different like we of course psl teams are going to suffer but just in terms of like sheer cash revenue epl Serie A, la liga those are blockbuster leagues and yeah. so so we're gonna we're gonna be seeing those numbers are gonna continue to rise i remember i saw a rumor that they wanted to try and bring uh the premier league back uh early june and then play all of the remainder of the season between june and july cancel the fa cup and then start the new season uh as usual in august but the problem is is that the numbers c- continue to skyrocket in the uk and so they can't do that because because they don't know. I mean, you know, when Mikel Arteta, Arsenal coach, has coronavirus, when uh, Callum Hudson-Odoi at Chelsea has coronavirus, mm. what do you do? You can't bring the league back because you don't know point of contact. This thing only sometimes affects you two weeks later. Yeah. So how do you even name a date? It's, it's mm. just tough to do. To, to... Slew, time will tell, brother. Time will tell indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... On a more funny note, it's kind of sad, but kind of funny. Ronaldinho. Guys, this man is in a Uruguayan prison. It's hilarious. <laughs> is it home? It's... <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Like, I, I know it's a travel issue, but why was he faking documents? Exactly. He faked his passport. Exactly. It's, um, just to correct you, Slew, I think it's Paraguay, not Uruguay. Ah, oh, Paraguay. Yeah, I've got a Guay. All the guys. <laughs> all the guys inside there. It's all the guys. But it's it's interesting. I mean, in July last year, he all his 50 homes were seized. Um, and when they arrested him now in terms of entering Paraguay on a false passport, him and his brother, by the way, they only hmm. found 10 US dollars in his account. 10 US what? dollars. What? That is what's... Uh, uh, and the reason they've, they've seized 50 of his homes is because of tax evasion. Same thing that's been happening all over these. I think Messi was in trouble. Um, yeah. There's quite a few players that have been evading tax and they went back over the last 10 years and he obviously owed millions and millions and millions to the tax man and wiped him out. It's frightening. God, $10? That's what they found in his account. Ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, he, he probably transferred the other ones to Capitec or FNP. <laughs> Ten dollars. He knew what was coming. 
e-wallet. Soon as e-wallet. Yeah, then his e-wallet. He knew what was coming. But I mean, you're an Altinho. You know, I, I, everybody can recognize who you are. So for the fact that you, you know, you, you travel with, uh, you know, illegal documents, chief. I mean, come on. You know, you can't even disguise. So I think just some of the things. I think his brother and just put Ronaldinho in stupid positions. I think his brother just was always been the guy. He always manages him, ne? I think it's the yeah. guy just, that was that was that that. Ronaldinho's career so crazy so for me it's 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 sad because this is the guy that actually made us fall in love with football again you know we, yeah. we, we were meant to believe that he was playing with a smile on his face but because of his teeth he, he, he didn't know <laughs> he, he cannot smile you know what I'm saying <laughs> so apparently <laughs> apparently I think he scored five in the first game there in prison so Yeah, and you want a pig. Yeah, so he's a top goal scorer in Joe two games. So you know, man, but man of the match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but it's interesting Teko what you said is that when family represents you and I remember when Lionel Messi went through all the sh- it was his yeah. father as well that was looking after him. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's crazy, bro. It's absolutely crazy. I, I just hope that in future, if Ronaldinho escapes this whole situation, that maybe Barcelona can bring him on as a, just a coach for like the youth team or something. Like give him something. Uh, clearly he's, he's f***ing around in South America. Doesn't Damn. know what he's doing. But, so. But if you remember, Slu, if you remember when, when, when uh, uh, Zidane retired, he became an ambassador immediately. For, yeah. for, for real and never played even more than five years he became an ambassador then da 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 you see him as a manager then he coaches development team comes back and now become a coach now you see yeah. now who uh, the, there was this guy that Messi was fighting with the one that had a heart surgery Abidal Abidal you know if we compare Abidal status and Ronaldinho status those are two different things but it's just that also you 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 don't know how Ronaldinho left the team So sometimes it mm. becomes difficult because we're betting our bridges, not knowing that, you know, in future 10 years down the line, I might need the same people that, I, you know, I, I had a fight with. So we don't know, but I'm sure that, you know, um, Barcelona, if they can bring him back and be an brand ambassador for Barcelona, I mean, that would be great. You know, he'll be doing more stuff than he's doing now because now it's just Joga Bonito everywhere he goes. But now yeah. if he can come back and be a brand ambassador, you'll be doing great stuff like your uh, Piol, like what Piol is doing. You know yeah, they're doing yeah. great stuff for, for Barcelona. So I think maybe it's something that Barcelona need to look at, and and, and try help him out. Because you remember he was he was the guy for Nike. Like he used to be number like like alongside the basketball players. Ronaldinho was face first in in, in terms of all of yeah. the football promotion for Nike. You yeah. mean and you mean where's you, he been? You mean how Teco is with Puma. Ronaldinho would have been. Yeah. Wow, wow, Sean. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, so I think with Ronaldinho as well, the, maybe the case shouldn't have been the same, but it's sometimes, guys, you know, controversy doesn't help. You know, and 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 also, yeah. and also, you you understand that you playing you playing for this big, big, big team, and you're from this big country that both teams are sponsored by the same sponsor that you're wearing, and then you just disappear and go into an Adidas sponsored team. It becomes a problem, and you're no longer that big player as well. So they look at the sponsors always look at it, but are we still gonna make money of this guy or not? So if not, chief, ah, it's business at the end of the day, you know. Ah, ah. Yeah, it's yeah. tough, it's tough. So, uh, to close off the show, we pass it over to Sean Roberts. Do you have a car of the week, some va-va-boom? Va-va-boom. Yes, we do, Slu. Thank you, my boy. Today, we are going to talk about George Maluleka's BMW X6, M60 X6. Mm. 
Unbelievable. Um, but this car has come under some serious scrutiny as it weighs over two tons, which is pretty heavy for an SUV. The interior mm. is very much similar to the baby brother of the X5. It is a comfortable drive, around 7.5 liters per 100 kilometers, which is better than excellent across all the SUVs. People have compared the X6 to the Range Rover, Porsche Cayenne, and possibly the up-and-coming Maserati. Mm. All in all, I rate this a 7 out of 10, and it comes in at a whopping 1.35 million SA rants. It's you! Damn! Bit change. Yeah, That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, is, that is quite a monster. I mean, like? George, uh, not, to, not to say anything too specific about his, uh, his potential deals, but I think he'll be able to cover the cost himself. So, um. <laughs> Sean, can you, can, you, can you add on that, Sean? Is there something that you want to add on? <laughs> Let's chat next week. Let's check next week. <laughs> but uh, lastly, but uh, very, very crucially, I think the world, Sean, the world needs motivation right now. Everybody needs some motivation, some some extra source. Can you give us the juice? We do, brother. And I think Op- Opa Manisa said it best. He said, smile through the storms. Mm. Yeah. Simple, but juicy. Unbelievable. But the question yeah. is, who who wrote it for him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Guys. No, he, he has he has plenty of time to write things. I'm, I'm sure he's getting I'm, creative. I'm, I'm kidding. Trust me. There's so many food blurs, They don't write the stuff that they speak about. <laughs> trust me. I know. But I I trust Opa. I trust Opa. He's a good one. Trust. <laughs> <laughs> but that is how we wrap up the uh lockdown edition of the car wash uh it's been great to connect with you guys again missed you guys last week had to do a damn highlights episode but uh to my gents deco and sean thank you for joining me on this google hangout session sir we hanged uh, out (laughs) we hung out yes (laughs) Uh, and I'll, I'll I'll chat to you guys next week. I was about to say I'll see you guys next week, but oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> I realized Ish, it's not going to happen. But I will hear your voices, and uh, thank you very much for joining me. To, uh, to the rest of the listeners, tune in next week. There's no YouTube content, unfortunately, but uh, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, we got your back. Peace out. Peace. Today is a great day for a car wash. Yeah, sure. Car wash. <laughs> <laughs> this is the car wash on Sakala Duma Radio. This is a Sangana Corner.